presence. A presence I haven't felt since. Master. Most impressed to see you have survived your injuries. I used your training, Master, and I have built all this in hopes of returning to your side. Hmm. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day. Somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. I don't care what the unemployment rate's gonna be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know, if you're a shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? Raise taxes on people. That's not the way. Corporations are people, my friend. We can raise taxes on. Of course they are. Everything corporations earn ultimately goes to people. So, where do you think it goes? I can report to the American people and to the world. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, the leader of Al-Qaeda. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. All right. Hey, everybody. I was just thinking of something. Good. If Romney had said, because the quote from the beginning of the show, right? I'm thinking I need to change these quotes. And... um. The corporations are people argument. If he had just said, well, that's the law. We can disagree on it, but yeah. that is the law right now, and just fucking left it. Right. People probably would have said, oh, well, he is right. It is yeah, the law. It's fucked it's up, the but law. it's the law. Yeah. So. But no, he had to be a douche. Yeah. <laughs> and he went where all douches go. Uh, yeah, he was the first um, um, loser, presidential loser, because this is what we'll call him. Um, to not show up since Dukakis. Oh, at the, at the, at the inauguration. Sorry, yeah. yeah, I had that part in my head. I just didn't say it out loud. <laughs> That's fuck yeah. him. Yeah, no, you know who I want to see run baby. for president the next time around? Who? Like just, just Bill Clinton. Well, God, that would he will, but his name will be awesome. Hillary. But what I know, what I want, I want Rand Paul to run. Really? I just want to see him in the debates. I want to see him get up there. And talk his crazy fucking. He's he's not a conservative. Well, he is like an ultra conservative, but he's not a Republican. He's not a libertarian. He's this fucked up amalgamation of both that takes <laughs> the worst parts of every argument and molds it into this one shitheaded fuck faced little guy. Interesting. He'd yeah, hilarious. I just don't like him. But wouldn't it be really funny to hear the shit that people came out with against him? I don't know. I think it'd be easy. He's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him buy a gun. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're at week 37 of Frank's fucked up voice. I know. Wow. What's up? I don't know, man. It's still just all raspy-like. Yeah. 
Can't get rid of this congestion. I've been taking decongestants and huh. drinking hot liquids and I don't know. Hey, so I want to get some stuff out of the way in the beginning of the show. Okay. Um, I, I, I like what we've been doing where you pick a band and we see if I have songs by them because uh-huh. uh, it prevents me from having to make Mario breaks. Mario has a chat to it. Um, because that could get real fucked up real fast. <laughs> um, but I want to play this promo from Stefan's show, 15-minute um, um, minute movie podcast. Okay. just came in today, so we'll just play this real quick right now. I haven't even listened to it. Cinema's been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-minute movie podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. That's nice and short. Not bad. I like that. Definitely check it out. I like the little uh, bongo thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I had another thing here that I wanted to read. You know, get all the stuff out of the way in the yeah. beginning, right? Um, here we go. Um, everybody knows Mail Order Zombie, right? Yeah. Um, the 200th episode of Mail Order nice. Zombie was released. Good job. Um, so on the 200th episode, uh, th- this is the press release from, uh, I use quotes because yeah. it's not technically, but whatever. So we'll, let me just read it. Like you're stopping me, right? No, go ahead. <laughs> In episode 200, <laughs> the mail order zombie family turns the tables on Brother D and Miss Bren by sending in their own interview questions for the two co-hosts. But that's all at the end of the show. Before the feedback discussion, Brother D reviews the short movie Two Hours, Terror Hot, uh, terror. Oh, sorry. Terror Hot Kent reviews Warm Bodies, which the more I see trailers for, the more interested I am in it. Uh, the idea of it, I wasn't. I'm like, like the dude in the movie. Yeah. Um, Silent Death reviews the novelization of the Resident Evil film franchise. Ms. Bren settles in for a spoilerific discussion of Wreck 3 Genesis. The open nomination period for the fifth annual Dread Letter Awards kicks off and Brother D comes clean. So check that shit out. There. Well, all right. <laughs> So um, anything I want to plug? Oh, I got auditions Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Auditions Monday and Tuesday for my show Teddy's really really late show. Um, yeah, auditions are at seven. They're at Timothy's on Route One in Danvers from seven to nine. Come on down or send anybody down that you might know. And yeah, uh, I reposted it because I know I know we I know some people that in in my uh, friends list that do. That can act. Yeah, and, come and check it out. And do so. Oh, hey, did the doctor say you could have drinks yet? I, I'm i supposed to have an appointment next week, but I oh. have to change it. So The last time he told me, he said I could have like a drink a month. What the fuck is the point of that? Well, let me know. I bought a whole bunch of Corona. Yeah, no, I'm already drowsy enough as it is. Okay. And... Um, but anyway, it's, you know, uh, I just didn't want to drink this and not offer. So. No, no. I... Um, you know, it, you. It, there's a there's a an improvisation aspect to the show. There is. So if um, you enjoy that, or you're good yeah. at that, yeah, that's a that's a part of the um, little middle of the show there. So um, if you're good at that, if you're, you're interested, come on down or um, send me a message through Facebook if you have any questions. So yep, I'm excited to see who you get. We will get this shit rolling. 
Yeah. I'm definitely excited to see how it all yeah, is going to I'm, uh, I'm excited. turn out. Very nice. So what else is going on? Um, not, uh, not much. I was, uh, I was at a trade show today in Boston. Yeah. It's like a dental products trade show and I was a, uh, a costumed character. I was a, <laughs> uh, a large oral B electric toothbrush. Yep. That was a good yeah. picture. Yeah, good picture. So, um, I'm actually interested to look around. Hey, actually, you're on Facebook right now. Yeah. Can you um, can you look for the Crest Facebook page? Just the Crest? No, or or Crest, like you know, like the toothpaste Crest. Oh, oh, okay. I wasn't sure if that was the place you were yeah, at. Yeah, right there. Crest. Crest, crest was no. Go, go. Crest. See what happens. I was just looking to see which one had more people there. So is that who you were working for today? Yeah. So let's see if they because they took a bunch of pictures today. So they said, "Oh, it's all going to go up on the Facebook page." I may have to so, actually like it. I'll like Crest. I use it. Why not? So uh, they got photos or? Uh, let's see. That is not what I wanted to do. <laughs> uh, there's a monkey. I don't think the monkey uses no, crest. No, not the monkey. But now it doesn't look like they're up yet. Huh. Wow, those are some pictures. They are. So. They are. I don't see any giant foam Oral-B toothbrushes. So you're not there. Those packs that they're holding, um, yeah. you're... you're um, there's no chance anybody will hear this before you go and work for them again tomorrow. Right. So that girl looks like instead of holding like whitening packs, it looks like she's holding condoms. It doesn't <laughs> make sense. Um, but yeah, if you want to see Frank. Wait a minute. A, what is that picture right there? The third one. Yeah. Thanks, Crest Pro Health. Uh, they're in Michigan. It's probably the same sign, huh? Yeah, maybe. It looked like the uh, conference from today. So. Uh-huh. Well, what about that one right there, the second one? <laughs> this one? Um, It's just two people sending in a picture. Oh, okay. So I watched Wreck-It Ralph. How'd you like it? I, I not seen it yet. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, Having played video games from, you know, their inception in yeah. the arcade pretty much through to now, Um, there were a lot of in-jokes. Yeah. However, I need a better copy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll enjoy, so when it comes out, I'm going to buy it because um, I want to hear, um, you know, commentary, trivia, whatever right. kind of, we put this kind of stuff into it. Um, it almost seems like like Ralph and Felix, it's it's Donkey Kong, basically, right. or Burger Time. But yeah. it, it really felt like like they wanted to use Donkey Kong, but they couldn't. Yeah. Or they realized. Donkey wouldn't have been a good main character. Probably I don't know. not. But it was interesting. It was very interesting. Um, the way they built the story, it's typical, you know, kid's story. Right. Bad guy wants to be good, judged by how he looks. Exactly. And, and uh, no, but it was it was actually kind of enjoyable. I uh, The girls really liked it. Nova clapped quite a few times. Yeah. So, yeah. I, um... I saw Hansel and Gretel. Oh yeah, huh? Would you lose a bet? I'm gonna watch it, by the yeah, way. As it was soon as a, I get a chance. Kind of a spontaneous thing. Yeah, it just kind of <laughs> happened. So, 
Um, it was, you know what it was? It's one of It was a things, movie, right? It was a movie. Yeah. And it was like, they, they're totally, they were totally trying to set up a franchise. Okay. Especially the way it ends. Okay. Um, it wasn't bad. The story was pretty good. Some of it was, you know, a little, little bit too convenient and, you know. We talking like uh, Van Helsing? So, kind of silly. No, you know what? I would even say it was better than Van Helsing. Oh. Because it was there were a couple little of little like tongue in cheek moments like Okay. The whole story is that Hansel and Gretel, you know, after they you know, like what happens when they grow up, they become Right. They right. become, yeah, the whole witch hunters. Makes sense. Yeah, sure. exactly. I can go with that. Yeah. So they're hired by this village to find out who's kidnapping all these kids. Right. Now a funny little thing is um and again, it it didn't it wasn't there wasn't a lot of focus on it. They uh-huh. didn't do a whole lot of stuff like this, but uh-huh. there were one or two little places where it was funny that they did things like this, like on the milk bottles in okay. this little village. There were hanging on pieces of parchment drawings <laughs> of children, right. which I thought, yeah, and it didn't like it was just there. Like right, it's right. not like it was focused on them or anything like that yeah. or anybody. You know, it was just there. And if you saw it, great. If you didn't, fine. Right. You know, but it was just. I thought, all right, that was pretty. That was pretty. No, that's good. That, that was clever. Yeah. That was fun. Um, so stuff like that, you know, um, and it was fine. It's it's okay. in a way, it's unfortunate. That Jeremy Renner got the Bourne franchise and he's got the Avengers. Is because, it though? Because it really allows him to do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, though, they could never afford him now to go back and do yeah. another Hansel and Gretel. Well, because they did this before. What, what, what did they film this like right after they Thor? Like his cameo Maybe, there? Maybe. Who knows? Hmm. But. Um, but you know what? I could see him as the kind of actor, because I saw the stuff he did on Saturday Night Live where he's making fun of Hawkeye, where he's like, I'm out of yeah. arrows, see you later. I could see him doing this as just kind of like, oh, that seems interesting. Yeah. You know, you know it would, but I don't think that he would, ju- like like I said, they left it open for a sequel because mm. now they've got, they, you know, some things happen. Yeah, yeah. So, and they, they do leave it open for, hey, we could do another one of these with another story, whatever. Okay. So, um, but like I said, he's got all that other stuff going on. I doubt right. that he would uh, that he would do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, but it was uh, you know what it was. It was kind of like remember that Brothers Grimm movie. Oh yeah. That I, it was I just like that like, enough. But I, yeah, when it's on, I'm like, oh, yeah, I saw that, and then I just keep looking for something else. Yeah, it's that? like one of those things. Just like yeah, all right, this is this fine. I, yeah, actually, after Heath Ledger died, they were showing it. It was like six months after he died. I'm like. I forget if this was any good, and it was okay. It was all right. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's about the same level as um, a Knight's Tale. It's like yeah, that's watchable. See, I didn't like a Knight's Tale. I was watching a Knight's Tale, and I, I thought it'd be really funny to have this vast movie conspiracy thing going on, because um, one of the dudes from uh, the first Resident Evil movie, I believe, is in a Knight's Tale, and the one of the horses has this octagon symbol on its on its armor and it's the umbrella logo and i'm like okay well that's a good start right there and i just thought that was kind of funny you know see how many instances yeah. you can find of that pattern <laughs> or those actors dispersed through movies uh, so um i showed the girls parts of predator today really predator taped off of amc so okay. no, no swears right um I went to the scene where I started at the scene because I just want to show them like 
actors in makeup yeah. and because they're really getting into monsters and stuff because we watched Hotel Transylvania six times in the last two days. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's really funny. It's Yeah, I know. It's I not it. like – It's not – if you look at the cast, you're like, oh, shit, what a fucking terrible – but it's voice acting, so it's okay. Yeah. No, it was fine. That movie was – Because, I mean, let's be honest. It's Steve Buscemi, so that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler, Kevin James – David Spade, Selena Gomez. There was nothing in that movie that I should like. Yeah, I watched it every time with yeah. them. Um, it's fine. It's you, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's not great. It's not horrible. It's like all right. No, it's 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 popcorn. Yeah. I make popcorn. We shut the lights off yeah. and we watch it. But uh, what was my point? <laughs> oh, right. So we're talking about all different kinds of monsters, right? So uh, oh, we were watching crazy. something else, and a and an ad for Predator came on. And I said, "Hey, you want to? Um, you want me to record that? Because it was on at like ten o'clock. Like, you want me to record that, and you guys can see what the alien looks like." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So the part where I explained, you know, these guys go into the jungle and they rescue their friends. I didn't tell them all the guys yeah. are dead. Uh, I said, um, "But then they start getting hunted by they don't know." And you come to find out that it's this alien that's hunting them because they're not going to sit through two hours of predator. Right. And um. I said he sees with heat vision, so he puts all the mud on himself, so he's all cool, and they can't see with the heat vision, because they know what night vision goggles yeah. are, so it's kind of not that big of a leap. I said, now, see, he's swimming through the water, and all the mud is washing off, so you think the alien's going to find him, and that's where I started it, where it gets the blades around his neck, and then it's the fight uh, to taking yeah. the mask off, and um, I paused it as the thing laced the fingers over the mask to take it off. I said, what do you think it looks like? And uh, they use the Futurama Head in a Jar app. Yeah, so yeah. they make everything with like 10 eyes. So Ripley's like, it has 10 eyes. And, you know, it was 20 eyes and 10 <laughs> mouths. I'm like, no, seriously, <laughs> what do you think it looks like? And um, I said, what do you think its mouth looks like? Because that's the, you know, aside from the dreadlocks, that's the most distinguishing feature yeah. on the face. And uh, Nova said, I bet it has a big mouth. I'm like, well, okay. And and it took the mask off and, you know, all the all the, the mandibles are folded in. And Ripley faked. He's like, I don't like it because she does that to get attention. Really. And um, then it's then it does that scream where it puts its arms out. And Nova's like, Oh, I like that thing's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched that fight for a little bit, and then um, as 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 it would as it would happen, Predator Two was on right after. So I recorded that too, because nice. if they like the Predator, then I would show them what an older one looks like or younger. I'm not, I'm not really sure which which is which, or if it's a different clan or whatever. Because one's more spiky than the other one. Um, but uh, you know, Predator Two ends with him surrounded by ten Predators inside the ship. Oh, excuse but me. It's, but there's an alien skull in the trophy rack. So you know, I said, well, this time he's hunting this guy in the city, and he's collecting skulls as trophies um and and they, they i skipped the whole fight where he gets the blade in the chest because i don't want to explain glowing yeah. blood and all that um i just started it up with him holding the blade to the thing's neck and so he's making sure it's dead that he won and then all the predators pop up and they sink into the sofa like oh what's he gonna do dad he's so fucked yeah yeah and um I said, you know, the thing about the Predators is they're very honorable. If you win a fight, you win a fight. They're not going to gang up on you. I said, and then they start carrying the body away. I'm like, look, see, he won, so that's it. That was that one Predators fight, and he lost. 
I said, but the, and then as the elder predator starts to turn away, I said, but the thing is, he doesn't have a trophy from his fight, and that's when he takes the gun out and throws it to him, and he says, take it in that crunchy predator voice. Oh yeah. And Nova, I seen those movies in forever. Nova is all about like the voices and things. Yeah. Like she loves robotic voices and stuff, and uh, she said, Dad. <laughs> and I, so I paused it and I read the name because he gives him an old like one shot ball yeah. like gun and I read the name on it I said and that's from he said, I said it's from 1716 or 15 or something I said so that predator was here like 300 years ago hunting people whoa <laughs> like yeah and this is where the predator movies end until we get to predators which is kind of okay so but I like I like being able to, to take parts of grown-up stuff yeah. that's like really neat and show them so i don't know i don't know that's what we did today <laughs> no that's cool <laughs> so olivia came home the other day and said i'm moving out because she's 18 right oh yeah <laughs> josh asked me out oh no i forgot to tell you about archery then i'll get back to the josh <laughs> oh, that's like no, saying, i'll forget that's about like archery. Saying, here's your dose of heroin oh wait let me tell you this other long story know, first right? <laughs> no we went to archery okay which was wicked fun yeah and uh the teacher was really cool the instructor was good there were some kids there younger than olivia oh. who were pretty good really yeah but olivia she did pretty well i was surprised nice um and she really liked it she listened really well to you know instruction and you could see improvement and stuff like that so that was pretty cool so this wasn't this wasn't the first time she was there right? it was the first time oh it was, was yeah. oh okay yeah but just, oh you mean improvement just from what yeah just you've like a couple of little Gotcha. You know, just in the hour we were there, you know, making little oh. adjustments and stuff like okay. that. Okay, okay. So. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so this boy asked her out. Yes. So he came over to dinner the other night. Oh. That was awesome. Was it? Yeah. I wanted to go all, you know, bad boys too on him and all. But yeah. So, um, but no, I know the kid. Nice oh, kid. okay. You know, yeah, very personable, funny kid. You know, okay, so, non-threatening, non-threatening. Good, yeah, good. So, we um, at one point they were they were playing the Wii, and I jokingly walked walked through, and I'm just like, oh, I got winner. They're playing like basketball, like right. Wii Resort. And I got you know, I got winner. He goes, all right, Mister Hauser, I'll take you down, because <laughs> he was beating <laughs> Olivia at that point. I'm like, all right, Josh, let's. Let's do this. So I beat him like 18 to nothing. Wow. Yeah. Well, showed him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very nice. And then I beat Olivia table tennis. <laughs> so I put the middle schoolers in their place, yo. Remember a time when it used, you used to have to do it like on the court? Yeah. There's no way we could do that anymore. I can't move. Come on. We know this. No. Boys are going to come over to ask the girls out and I'm going to be, all right. Pub trivia. Let's mm. go sit down if you can answer. Three of these questions. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> That's recorded forever now. Right. It's fine. It's fine. It's not good. So yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was the uh, highlights for my week. Uh, not too much. We had the uh, we had Frankie's birthday party the other day. Yeah. Um, it was fun. It was very mellow. Good. Yeah. Mellow was, is always good. good. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, 
Yeah, and then we had to kick everybody out. We're like, all right, I'm going to bring Olivia to archery. No. That's a good way to end it. Yeah, no. I mean, I I just took her, and then Lily and her friend came. So That's good. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was a good day. Yeah. Star Wars update? Let's do it. Okay. It's official. It is official now. Yeah, because before, well, I'm not saying anything, but, but now it's official. You like that? I don't really say words anymore yeah. on this show. Um, the last update I saw um, was that they've scouted a filming location um, near Cardiff in England. Okay. It's a quarry. It's going to be used for fight scenes, apparently, or battle scenes. But the nice thing is that it's used extensively as other alien planets in Doctor Who. <laughs> now, that's interesting. So I kind of know what it looks like already. Bunch of rocks. So that's that's it. Nothing else. Yeah, I uh, I read a really really interesting um, article slash interview with Kathleen Kennedy. I haven't I haven't Hollywood paid attention Reporter, to those too much. Um, in the Hollywood Reporter, talking about you know a bit of her career. She's known J.J. Abrams since he was like fourteen years old. Oh, if we had known that, then we definitely could have called it official last show. Yeah. So um, he was he was probably talking to them since what August? No, no, it wasn't that far back. Hmm. No, it was when like, were these it was like, secret meetings? It was like November and December. Oh, okay. So it was well after he said it was right around the time he said, "No, I'm not doing it." Yeah, because it wasn't you know, um, and they had some like big con- they had a lot of big conversations about it, but it was really interesting talking of like what like. Kind of looking at her career and what you know the stuff that she's done and how she's she came a up. Huge impact. She's done a ton of stuff. Yeah. She's done a ton of stuff. So yeah, I think when it, when it was announced, we went through and looked at some of her stuff. Yeah, and we she, were like, the holy first, shit, the she's first, responsible for every big movie that Gail Ann Hurd didn't produce. The first <laughs> movie she produced, um, I think, was Raiders. Ah, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's like twenty six years old. Like, <laughs> You know, so, um, you know, at the time. So um, I I feel I feel okay about it. Well, I don't see. Okay. Well, Lawrence Lawrence Kasdan is going to be involved in the story and the script. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm fine with the dude that they have writing the script. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because, I mean, look look who they had working on Empire. I mean, not people known for action-y stuff. Right. You need so. you need people that know the characters because you can write this is this is the script for Empire right? It would be um, Luke walks up the stairs in the carbon freezing chamber, says some shit, they fight, hmm. you know, and the says some shit is the important part that they write out, but right. then has a lightsaber fight. Yeah, you don't exactly. script that out, right? That's that's done with um, what's his face, Gillard, or whatever his name is. I just um, I mean. He's a capable director. He can throw a movie together. He can do an action movie. Yeah. You know? So. Well, everybody raves about the Mission Impossible that he did. Yeah, he did the third one, right? I kind of gave up after the second one. I did not like the second one at all. The fourth one was great. That's the one that. um, Brad Bird did. Brad Bird. Yeah, he was was like everybody's like first and second choice to do this. But then Abrams is only doing the the first one so far. Right. So I, I like the idea of handing it off to different people. Oh yeah, I could see that. So, uh, other actual Star Wars news? No 3Ds. Yeah, they dumped those. Yeah, and I know why. Why do you think they? 
we don't want people remembering the prequels before we put out episode you know, I don't seven. Need, I don't even think that's it. I, I think that's part of it. Kind of like this is like, the part that, well, that no, the fans because, because really didn't like. Let's, because let's you're gonna just, do the, they're gonna do the prequels. You know, I mean, I don't think that they'll have a new movie by 2015. Not if Abrams has anything. No, to say and about I hope it. not. That's that's rushing it. They'd have to start shooting. You know, today. Well, yeah, yeah. But you know, you know, most of the script is written. You know, pre-production stuff has already started. Like the 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 ramp up stuff is being done. Like right now, there are people drawing shit out for this and building models and rendering. You think that there's a script done? I think there's enough of an outline where they can say, uh, "Good guys, bad guys." you know, give me some ideas for this army, for that army. We need seven new planets, that kind of thing, where it's like huh, just real, yeah. real pre-production stuff. What I don't want to fucking see, but you actually could do it and work it out this way. I don't, don't fucking go to Tatooine. All right, I'm tired of it. Everybody's tired of Tatooine. Don't go to Hoth. Yeah, there's no reason to go to Hoth. You can go to Yavin for the Jedi Academy. You could set the Jedi Academy up in the old rebel hangars and, okay. and, and temples. That's fine. Those are the books did. That's perfectly good. Coruscant. Sure. Makes sense. Don't go back to Bespin Dagobah. You don't need to No, you don't do new to. stuff. That's what I liked about Sith. Like there was one scene on Tatooine at the end, you know, that's fine. But you had Utapau and all these, and right. Mustafar and all these other planets and they were all new. Granted, it's you know mono environment planets, right? But um, that's what I that's one thing I enjoyed about the prequels. Like Theed was like really interesting to look at. Not a great movie, but still interesting yeah. to look at. It's like, oh, hey, let's go to Tatooine. Really? Well, I think I think part of it was the lukewarm reception that um, Phantom Menace got, and that 3D is getting. 3D is people aren't loving it. They're not embracing it. No. No, it's just it's no, they're not. I've actually had people come in, you know, and they they're coming to see like Rise of the Guardians. Right. Oh, is that the 2D? Oh, good. Yeah. You, you know? Older people don't want to don't want to deal with that stuff. I can I can totally understand but that. But even the kids, like my kids do not want to see a 3D movie. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. And the only reason that like Cole and I would have gone to see the Star Wars in 3D is because it well, was, it's it's Star Wars, yeah, and it's Star Wars skip day. So. The thing is, the thing is, they didn't like cancel them. They're just they'll just put them out later. No, they're canceled. You don't put all that work into it just to stop. They were, um, I, I guarantee you, they were almost ready for release. They, well, they were, were supposed they were, to be what this summer? Um, no, this uh, fall or August and September, yeah. September, October. So, I mean, there it took the Phantom Menace conversion. A good couple of years, so you know they were working on them, all of them. So, and I know that the other two, the, the clones and Sith, would have looked better than Phantom Menace did. Just because yeah. Phantom Menace was film, and bleh. it just doesn't lend itself well for the right. for the conversion. I don't think. Um, eventually, I think we'll see them, but whatever. I don't care. I don't think we'll see them before Episode Seven. Oh no, 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 and. Part of me is thinking this. This you've seen this Star Wars black action figure line? No. Uh, wait, the cards are black or something? No, six inch figures. Really? Twenty bucks a piece. It's like super sculpt, super articulation. Eight figures, two waves, starting in August. Huh. It's a uh, X-wing Luke, R two, 
um, a Sand Trooper and Darth Maul. That's the first wave. I've only seen pictures of Luke. It's like this higher level of... But they're still going to continue with the vintage line. They're still going to do the uh, three and three quarter line because, like, you can't make an X-wing for a six inch figure. It would be like five feet long. Mm. It just doesn't make sense. I said I wouldn't buy them because that's a ridiculous price point for a fucking toy. Yeah. But there's a couple. I would buy a snowtrooper. Yeah. Yeah, I like snowtroopers. Hate the fucking cold, <laughs> but I really like the 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 outfit for snowtroopers. Fat. You know Vader probably to go with. Yeah. So I don't know R two. I love I love the the robots. Anyway, um, Clone Wars is going to move to uh, Disney XD. I think oh, is what okay. it is. Um, and they have a Lego thing, uh, the Yoda Chronicles, a three episode or three series, like like one shot. Oh, really? Things. That's staying on Cartoon Network because Cartoon Network is uh, co developing it with somebody i don't know we'll say disney okay. <laughs> so there's a lot going on but like not a lot at the same time i read that all right when was the last star wars movie out not in like not even including like the, the prequel like the 3D prequel thing. When was the oh. last new Star Wars movie? Like Sith, was in, ago, Sith right? was in 2005. Okay, that's it then. It's been eight years since there's been a new movie. Yeah. The, the, the like, merchandising yeah. last year was like $215 million or something <laughs> like that. Or maybe was it wasn't $215 billion, but it was $215 million. Like... And they haven't had a movie out in almost a decade. No, but but the the only figures out aside from these vintage dudes, uh, pretty much are the Clone Wars figures. Yeah, but it's not even just so. figures. It's like no, no, it's yeah. games and other toys T-shirts and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Well, they started so partnering with, with a bunch of stuff, uh, a bunch of smart places like Kotobukiya does the silicone ice trays and like there's just yeah crazy amounts of stuff. So. A lot of money there in Star Wars. Hasbro paid to have the rights to the um, to the franchise through 2016, and they paid for that. I want to say, but right before Sith came out. Oh, really? 2016, which would have covered Episode Seven if it came out on time. So I am really curious: how long did they? How how far ahead did they know this was actually going to happen? Hey, is uh, is there an episode seven on Hollywood Stock Exchange yet? Mm-hmm. Is there? Oh how yeah. Which was it? Uh, let's find out. Probably a bunch. One hundred and fifteen dollars a share. Let's see. So um, Scott has the two Star Wars 3D movies, right? Yeah. In, in so his he'll in his lose thing, those. he lost that totally. They were only they weren't going to make that much anyway. No. All right, Star Wars two. Oh crap! Hold on, I need to sell my. <laughs> what are you selling? My 3Ds. Oh, come on! What's seven going for now? Hold on, I'm trying to sell these. It's. I totally forgot. Once I heard it, I'm like, oh, I should do that, and then I never did. Um. 
Well, shit. Did I buy them? I don't even know. Hold on. Let me check up here. Be better if I typed it in. Uh, $261 wow. per share. I do have it. All right. Good. What is the abbreviation on it? Star 7. That's how you can block mm. porn calls, I guess. <laughs> Let's see. 2D. Oh, I got to sell this other one. Sith. <laughs> I haven't been on here in a while. Uh, Muppets was, uh, the second Muppets was just announced. So that's nice. It'd be nice to take the girls to go see mm. that. Um, oh, you know what? It could be all the way at the bottom since they don't technically have a release date. Yeah, here it is. Oh, I have a hundred thousand shares of that. Of I bought it at two twelve Of what? Of Star Wars. Yeah. Of episode seven. Yeah, I bought it at two twelve. It's worth two sixty one now. It's worth, tw- my, <laughs> my, my stock is worth $26 million. How much have you got in your bank? Uh, two ninety one right now. What with, place are you in? I thought I had more than that. Um, What's your rank? 10,875. Oh, wait, no. No, that's my lifetime. Hold on. Oh, my rank is 10,824. That's not bad. I'm like 9,002. I just want to break 10,000 on it. If anybody does Hollywood Stock Exchange, that's what we're talking talking about. (laughs) Uh, So I've been watching a little bit of The Office. Yeah. I've been trying to catch up on this season because I think I watched most of last season. Yeah. Um and I I remember watching once so I skipped that, but I watched like the last six episodes because they were all on demand. And um not bad. Did you see the so you saw the one with the um there was an infestation or something? Yes. Yeah, because I wanted lice. to know I wanted to know why she was wearing wigs. That's what I went back to uh, to find out. The um the part where Dwight's in the conference room or an office and he's got the bug bomb. Yeah. And you know, you know, every fiber of my being was yeah. screaming, it's going to go off. Of right. course it's going to go off. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it wasn't a surprise thing. No. And this is what kills me is that comedy is sort of like based on surprise. Yeah. Okay. You take a, you take a quick turn. Something's funny. Okay. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I knew when it was going to happen. And it happened. And I laughed my really? fucking. Oh, yes. I was disappointed. You know what it was? Because you know what I think it was for me? It was the sound. They didn't, okay. have to, they didn't have to do it at the end when he's in the car. That was stupid. And it was okay? clearly CG'd into the scene. It was yeah. hilarious. See, I don't I, know what it was. It would have been funnier to sound. me. If it ended up being um, a grenade from paintball that he labeled so Moe's didn't get his hands on it or something, and it was like bright orange, that would have been funnier to me. Yeah, but then there's too much like setting that up. Eh. It's one of those things where it would have been like, it would have been a gift for the fans if like last season or something like that. Yeah. If when you're on his farm and there's something with Moe's right. and he mentions it then. Yeah. Whereas 
And then you could just and then, flash and then if it you just, not, to you didn't you. even have to flash. Yeah. Okay. It would be because without even knowing that, it would still be funny. Right. Because right. it goes off and he just says, Oh, paint grenade or something like that. Yeah. But if you remember yeah. before, then it's even better because okay. it's like, oh shit, that's hilarious. Yeah. All you right. know? I could see because that. that's the stuff that that that's for the fans. Right. That's for people who have been watching. You know, Arrested Development did stuff like that mm-hmm. all the time. 30 Rock does that Community all the time. Community does that when they yeah, say Beetlejuice exactly. and you see the striped suit walk by. Yeah. yeah. Um, 30 Rock, by the way, this season is fantastic. It was the, it was the, the finale. I haven't, I haven't watched this season. Really, really good. Really I'm touching. Really, really curious. good. I mean, I watched the last episode, the one that was like last where she did the kids in the airport, yeah. that thing. That was um, awesome. I liked I liked the ending there. That was nice, um, but I'm wondering if I should if I can watch because I've watched enough of the show. I mean, if I missed ten episodes, is it going to matter if I watch the, the 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 season finale? It's the series finale. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what I meant. I don't um, think I don't think it's going to matter that much. No, I mean it'll probably it might mean less to you than it would you know to me who's seen the whole yeah you know series at least twice yeah. I mean, I've watched the rest of it. It's like when Kristen Shaw was introduced, that's when I stopped having time. Okay. So, but I like her. She's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. The, she's crazy. The parts I've seen have been really funny with her. Yeah. She's great. So, um, um, Modern Family. No, I wanted to say um, the. You, is Community you, back? Next week. Okay. You can tell The Office is ending because of the end of, la- I think it was last week's show. When Jim is like, you can't use your fucking phone to record something. Oh yeah, and that that to me, that kind of brought me back into the show because that's that's a real argument that people have. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, no, I can do it. I'm not a dummy. And then you fuck up something really important. Yeah, not saying that's happened, but I can relate to yeah. the the whole thing and. Break it, you you know this the series is ending because they break that wall. Like, yeah. Like the crew breaks it and you finally But you know what's even see. more interesting about that though? Huh. The cameraman or the the, the 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 sound guy. Yeah. That sort of, you know, says, Hey, shut it off. You know who that is? No. Mo from the Three Stooges. The movie that was just out? Yeah. Or like not yeah. real Mo, because real Mo's dead, right? Yeah. No. Why is that interesting? Because it's like no, because, <laughs> no I, I don't. Because, I don't know because I mean it. Because I think you're going to see him again. Oh, okay. That okay. that's why it's a little oh, bit more interesting. Oh, because he's a real actor. Because he's a real a... actor and not just you know some. It's I got not you. Just I a, got you. It's not just a bit. It's right. Sort of like the beginning of of a thing. Right. I don't know what the story would be. Well, when is this? When does the series end? Like when is the last episode? It's a few weeks from now, right? Probably, if, yeah, they've probably got time. Because I can't imagine they would end the office and Thirty Rock in the same week. No, they end Thirty Rock, then Community comes back in. Right. No Parks and Recreation this week because it's double episodes for each. Yeah, I haven't so, seen that in a while. I'm behind on that. I, I like I like what they're doing. Modern Family, are you caught up? Uh, was there one last night? I didn't watch. I don't know about last night. I don't. The last one see, I saw my, was, my was D- the Godfather one. My DVR just kind of fucking shit out everything I had programmed into it, so I have to I have to reset everything. Oh. The problem is half the shit doesn't play right now. Oh, I just watch Hulu. So, 
So it's it's difficult. It's like I have to find shit that's repeating and then go only new and yeah. you know set up the reset up the recordings. I think Modern Family's taking like two weeks. So what was the Godfather one? It's the one where they're christening the baby. Okay. And um, there were all these problems with like Phil's kids, like they all had little issues going on in their lives. And the way that he solved them after he tried to solve them before, mm. the way he solved them is very similar to like, like the end of The Godfather. Okay, no, I don't think you, I've you, seen that. No, you would you would definitely okay. know it because it's very like. What was the one before that? Was that Manny's birthday? Yeah, that was. I think that was the last one I saw because that's right around. Yeah, the DVR kind of crapped out on a Monday or Tuesday, yeah. and I didn't notice till Friday. So. Because I'm like, why is there no new shit recorded? Yeah. Oh, and the problem I was having with um with the on demand not being accessible, it wasn't because like we owed them an extra month at the time. It's some fuck up. Like the whole DVR just kind of fucked up. Yeah. And I unplugged it, left it unplugged for a minute or two, plugged it back in. And the thing I hate is that like, you know, this is stupid to complain about, but it takes like a whole day for the whole menu to come back. <laughs> so like, well, I realized the DVR is empty and there's no set recordings. It's like, okay, I have time now. I'll do it now. And it's all says to be announced. Right. <laughs> but I go to on demand and then it connected and everything was fine. So whatever. Still, we rented Frankenweenie and we only got like three hours of it before it shit out on mm. us, but whatever. That's fine. Cares. First world problems. I hate that saying. I know you do. It's like you know what? Uh, what what am I going to complain about? Have, not having clean water. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's all relative. It's true. <sighs> all right, forty six minutes. Yeah. Let's take so, a break. all right. Why don't you pick something here? Um. You get the thing open up here to. I I am amazed that the show's recording. The computers were just running so slow tonight. I have no idea why. See, look at that. The the hard drive's not even like clicking open yet. Why so slow, yo? I don't know. I don't I mean I don't have anything else running. That's the thing. Everything else is shut down except exactly what we're using. All right, give me an idea here. What are we doing? Um, the Beatles. Okay, let's see. Uh, bum, bum, bum. I'll have to look under T because my computer's stupid. Okay. Oh, I only have two? Hmm. Revolution or Twist and Shout? Twist and Shout. I thought I had more of their stuff. Ah, well, be right back.
rock song. Two and a half minutes of Beatles. It's funny because I was watching a John Hughes movie before you came over, um, and that was from a John Hughes movie. You know, not written for it, obviously. Well, no. But um, I love that movie. We're talking about Ferris Bueller's Day <laughs> Off, for those of you who are dumb. Whoa. Which is nobody that listens to this show, right? No, of course not. All right, let me uh, let me scroll down here and find something stupid to talk about. Rihanna, Pendulant. Uh, ah, here's one. Fucking dummies. Senator says video games are more dangerous than guns. No, they're not. Moving on. That's all I got. <laughs> Seriously. Well, let me at least tell people who the dude is. Some douchebag from Douchetown. Guess what state he's from, first of all. Wyoming. No, Tennessee. Same thing. Republican Senator Lamar Alexander. Okay, fuck you, Lamar. (laughs) Let's see. Never mind, there's no proven link between video games and real-life gun violence, just like there was no correlation with heavy metal music 40 years ago. Was that 40 years ago? That was like 30 years ago, wasn't it? No, we're old. It was the 80s. We're old now. Was that 40 years ago? Almost. Fuck. The fact that a sitting U.S. Senator, US Senator said out loud that essentially, quote, video games kill more people than guns do. Really? <laughs> is something that, yeah. When it, we, we gotta, what, do they fall on people? We got to hear. Well, they're discs. Can so. you envision a way of supporting the universal background checks bill? Um, Chuck, I'm going to wait and see on all these bills. You You're know, I dead. think video games is a bigger problem than 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 guns because video games affect people but the first amendment limits what we can do about video games the second amendment to the constitution limits what we can do about guns you know i'm getting to the point where what the fuck and you know what my toaster makes toast what the fuck does one have to do with another you dumb cunt nothing they don't have anything to do with it the thing is though their money is coming from the gun lobbyists. Yeah, so they not have the video game lobbyists. Just like, just like they fought universal health care for everybody because their money came from the fucking insurance company. Uh, I'm tired of seeing these stories about, you know, kids going, "Oh, I'm gonna go kill my whole family." I was inspired by something. Oh, so let's blame that something instead of the fact that some fucking idiot doesn't have tab A tucked into <laughs> slot B the right way. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> now. When drug driving really started to be a problem, and when I say really started to be a problem, I mean when people started saying, hey, this is really a problem, yeah. um, we said it's illegal to drive drunk. Yeah. And um, there's stiff penalties and fines for all of that. Um, those don't stop your ability to drink. Right. They definitely don't. They stop your ability to do something dumb with the drinking. Reckless. Right? Yeah. Reckless. And we've seen a lot of news come out lately of people that are that get shot when they're cleaning their gun. A lot of the shit's getting reported now more than it more than yeah. it has been. Um I don't think that the frequency of it is increasing. I think the reporting frequency is rec- increasing. So you see like there was a shooting in Atlanta today in a school where a kid got shot in the head and a teacher was wounded or shot at. Um it's been two months, two months since Connecticut. What yeah. I tell you, nothing is fucking happening. No, stuff's happening. Just nothing is being implemented. 
It's, Same thing. It, it's the government. It takes a long time to get anything done. It's a fucked up, retarded con Congress that we have. Well, hmm, not to point fingers at the Republicans, but <clears throat> you know, um, the 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 little graphics that you see pop up every now and then. It says, "Oh, well, Republicans uh, voted to increase the debt ceiling uh, seven times under George Bush, or eight times, or how many times right. it came up, right?" So this is this is my theory on why it's getting pushed to every three months. Okay, in the next election cycle, the Republicans can say, "Yeah, we voted to increase the debt ceiling eight times in eight years under Obama. We had to increase it fourteen times in six years, and that's a bigger number. <laughs> and that's all that's going to matter to people is that it was more right. times, not that." You put a stopgap me uh, measure in place to only last for three fucking months. I think that's what's going to happen. It sounds reasonable, doesn't it, for underhanded fucking political tactics? Oh, yeah, they're dopey. Speaking of bullshit political stuff I don't want to have to deal with, Scott Brown's probably going to run again. Because <sighs> losing once isn't good enough. Whatever. I don't know. I'm fucking special elections. I'm really starting to get pissed at Obama for putting us through this stuff. Nominating John Kerry. What the fuck was he thinking? So what's um what's her face gonna do now? Who's what's her face? Hillary. Uh probably relax and then the next day <laughs> um well she, I think you know she's she realistically doesn't she have to wait just a little while? I think probably. Because it's way too early to do this kind of thing. She'll probably write a book. Stay in the public eye, do some charity work, mm. you know, the stuff that you pad your resume with when you want to get into <laughs> college, right? Never mind freeing prisoners from communist countries or anything. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Communists are stupid. <laughs> uh, let's see. Chick-fil-A hasn't ended uh, anti-gay donations. No shit. Um, let's see. Here's a headline for you. Civil unions will lead to Nambla pedophilia and gays burning Christians at the stake. They're, they're just well, you know, it's good to have a plan, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a little ambitious. I don't. I, why are the religious people so paranoid about people like us, like atheists and and gay people and and like what? Wait is a minute, it? Wait a minute. Wait. Are we gay? No, but I think atheists are as despised, aren't oh, they? Okay. But I mean, I mean, people like us, like we're not them. So I I don't know. Like, here's the thing that kills me: you have all these people that are anti-gay, and they think about it all the time. And I've asked gay people; they don't think about gay sex as much as these other people do. But they'll say, "Oh, well, gay marriage is all about lust." Okay, so no, it's not. It's about you're what, wrong. It's about what every marriage is about: <laughs> control. <And> control. <laughs> All right, and if anybody knows, no, but I, I read. Me, there's no. I read an article today that said that um, um, gay people that get married, they 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 they, they can't love, like there's some other fucking species that like it doesn't happen to like they're Klinga of Vulcans. I mean. Almost, almost made a know. nerd mistake there. I don't get it. I, I just, I. Speaking of dumbass douche faces, 
<laughs> this is the article that reminded me this guy was still around. Rand Paul said, I don't understand same-sex marriage. I know he doesn't talk like that, but I'm going to talk like that. Is when there a video? Oh, of course there is. And he's talking to this guy. Who's this guy? I forget his name. That guy looks wicked familiar. Brian Fisher. Yes, Professional fucktard. All right, let's listen to this. Hi, welcome back to Focal Point AFR Talk. My name is Brian Fisher. The program is Focal Point. The network is the American Family Radio Talk Network, AFR Talk. Great to have you in the conversation. Delighted F-A-R and honored to welcome Talk. to our decision maker line the junior senator from the state of Kentucky, Senator Rand Paul. Senator Paul, welcome to Focal Point with Brian Fisher. Glad to be with you. I'm crazy. Senator, we just played a soundbite of your conversation <laughs> with uh, Ben Shapiro where he asked you about the phrase uh, President Paul, and you said uh, that has a nice ring to it. <laughs> yeah, it takes more than just having a nice ring to it to make that happen. But, uh, you know, I am interested in the national debate. I'm interested in what happens to our country. I feel like so many people up here and in positions of power really – are not willing to make the decisions that it'll take to save this country from this mounting debt. And that means you've got to cut Which spending, one? even when it's some spending that might come to your state or your district. You've got to put the interest of the country before parochial interests. Now, let me ask you this question. You, uh, I also played a soundbite where you said that the GOP needs to evolve and adapt, and that could be a little bit spooky to conservatives who see conservative principles as kind of timeless. So explain what you meant by the GOP needing to evolve yeah. and adapt. Conservative principles like One of slavery. the things that yeah. I think really <laughs> may scare away some people is, is that sometimes our discussion of foreign policy is about, oh, well, we need to bomb this country, or no, I would bomb them more than you would, or no, that's I would the bomb them the day before yesterday, or I'll bomb them into oblivion. The and I don't think that's necessarily is, a conservative point of view, that yeah. sort of over-the-top aggressive foreign policy doesn't have to be really a conservative or constitutional point of view, but it scares some people away from our party. And what I would say is that conservatives have always believed, and this is what I believe, in a strong national defense as a deterrent to war, but that we're not eager for war. So some of it's the way we present things, and not that we're changing our position on anything, but that we don't appear to be the party that's eager for war. We should be the party that believes in a strong defense in order to avoid war. And I think that's what I mean by evolving. A little bit also on the uh, front of how we treat others or how we're perceived to uh, treat others of uh, different races, uh, either African-American or Latino, that we need to uh, go to the meetings that are primary Latino, primary. (laughs) We got got real bored. I just just really don't give a fuck. He's a fucking clown. He looks like Danny Bonaduce. He looks like he's wearing a really terrible toupee. Let me read what he said here, um, because I'm not listening to the whole 12 minute thing to get to it. I believe in traditional marriage, he said during an interview with Brian Fishner, Fisher, professional douchebag of the American Family Association. I really don't understand any other kind of marriage between a man and a woman is what I believe in, and I just don't think it is good for us to change the definition of that. Paul noted that his state, Kentucky, is so ass backwards that the sun sets. <laughs> During the day. No. Um, Kentucky has approved a constitutional amendment to prohibit same-sex marriage. Shame on you fuckers. He said he was, quote, not sure about DOMA, but warned the federal law could result in conservatives losing the battle for the whole country. See, that's the problem. 
And I think that's what it really comes down to is that no one gives a shit to work together. It's we got to take our country back. Well, guess what? I'm I'm kind of liking you, what's no, going on. You know on. what's going to happen. So don't take it gay back. Gay people are going to get married. Everyone's going to go, oh, God, gay people are married. Gay people. All right. Well, you know, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then, and then it'll go away. But then those same people that don't want gay people to get married are going to be the ones that are out protesting when they want marijuana legal. Right. So. That's okay. And they're the ones who are, when they're out protesting, their house will get robbed. So fuck them. Well. But they have a gun because they're in Kentucky. So. Yeah, but they're not at their house. And since they're talking about cutting taxes, there's no police coverage. So. Oh, good so point. Yeah, big screen's going to get stolen, motherfucker. Yeah, Rand Paul is just... Uh, I like this one. I like this one. Um, hold on. It's coming. Nom founder to SCOTUS. Sounds like a really shitty sci-fi dialogue, doesn't it? Nom founder to SCOTUS. Come in, please. So Nom is... Uh, Nom is the National Organization for Marriage. Okay, and SCOTUS is Uh, the Supreme Supreme Court of the United States. States. Uh, Robert George helped found the National Organization for Marriage because he's a cold-hearted bigot. But one of his projects since then was the Manhattan Declaration. Sounds sounds pretty official. Yeah. Yeah, so was the Manhattan Project. A document calling on Christians to openly violate any uh, law that conflicts with their consciences. Oh, they openly violate everybody else. So. <laughs> he has now filed an amicus brief on behalf of those Christians calling on the Supreme Court to uphold the Defense of Marriage Act, lest the Christians be forced not to discriminate against gays and lesbians. Okay. Um, let, me, let me just read one comment here. Uh, from the conversation we had about this. And it's from James. And he said, you're discriminating against my ability to discriminate against people. It's totally bullshit. (laughs) I agree. The Declaration's core argument is that Christians will be, quote, ostracized and themselves targeted for discrimination. See, I think the word's incorrect there. I don't think it's discrimination that they're thinking of. I think it's ridicule and... um, Shunning, but you know, know what? You know how you know how Christians who are so goddamn afraid of everybody can 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 sort of you know take themselves off of the radar of all these supposed uh, enemies. I, I have an idea. Stop being assholes. Yeah. Leave everybody the fuck alone. Shut the fuck up. God, yes. go eat a Chick Fil A and choke on something. <laughs> fucking pinheads. Probably a dick while they're hiding. Ah, <sighs> losers. I don't know what Chick Fil A makes their chicken out of. That was just a guess. Um, citing primarily Catholic charities and organization yeah, that's capital C capital C for both words that was dumb um, an organization that has time and again chosen to stop providing adoption services when the public funding is cut if they willingly discriminate against same sex couples in Washington D.C. Catholic Charities still that's the name of the company also cut spousal benefits for all couples rather than provide them to same-sex partners. So they're vengeful dickheads. Yeah, pretty much. Um, These are the people that um, would sneak the gum instead of bringing enough for the whole class or take their ball and go home when Fatty gets hit playing dodgeball. Yeah. Um, For both cases, the brief claims Catholic Charities was, quote, forced to close its programs and, quote, forced to stop providing benefits when in reality it simply chose to discriminate. 
It also cites the Massachusetts parents who objected to their kids learning that gay couples exist. What? See, like, why do people waste their fucking time? Hold on. We're Just a lot, we're a lot smarter here, so I don't even want to read that. Let me go back. No, fuck them. They're all... You know what? The thing is, though, they're swimming against the tide, though. Yeah. Because week after week after week after month after year that goes by, yeah. like, this shit is not an issue. Let me, let My me, kids are already like, yeah, someone's gay, so what? Yeah, here's the, here's the thing. This is what got me, and this is what made me want to read this. And then I'll read my, um, my response to it that I, that I wrote uh, in, the, in the group. Um, he argues that religious liberty must be protected. He, this is, these are the, his words. Religious freedom is our first most cherished liberty, and its guarantee is threatened today by the redefinition of marriage. Such redefinition in practice would bring a new orthodoxy that circumscribes the ability of the Christian faithful to put their beliefs into practice. <sighs> no. Examples of Christians unable to live integrated lives of work, faith, and service as a result of overzealous attempts to redefine marriage are many. I doubt that. Prove it. But a few should suffice reveal the pernicious threat. Wow. You know, he's, used, the, he's using some bullshit. $5 words here. It's fucking bullshit. You know what? A married family, not married couples, it doesn't fucking matter, you cunts. Well, I'm sorry. It's just so ridiculous. Here's, here's, what, here's what I wrote in the beginning, just because this guy pissed me off for some reason. Um, the first point is uh, your religion is the product of a delusional way of thinking and it should be ridiculed until you grow up. Uh, I, I I stand by those words. <laughs> Number two, the difference between your faith and marriage equality is we can actually see when marriages become equal. Number three, you have called for people to violate laws they don't agree with, and now you want protection under the law. And number four, you say that religious freedom was, quote, our first most cherished liberty. Well, depending on the document you cite, it's either equality, we hold these truths to be self self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator, could be parents, could be God, with certain unalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Or Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances, which provides freedom of religion, blah, blah, blah. So if you have a hateful organization that is attempting to deny, deny equality, which is guaranteed from a document written years earlier, the Declaration, right. right, equality, you will have people speaking out against you. You don't get to have it both ways. And that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. They're trying to have it both ways. I want my freedoms. Fuck his. Right. Religious persecution is not when people disagree with you. Right. You're not being persecuted just because. You, you know. don't get to come out and say, oh, gays are icky. And then people go, oh, yeah, sure. That's what you think. No, we get to say, you're a fucking cunt. Yeah. Sorry. This is the most I've gotten worked up in a while. Stupid shit. The thing is, they're holding on to this, and it's like, it's 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 the only thing they have. What yeah. what what is what possibly could be after know. this? I don't know. Just maybe solve a fucking problem. Yeah. So uh, this Lisa Simpson wannabe here says uh, she compares Obamacare to the Holocaust. <sighs> she really does look like Yardley Smith, doesn't she? she? Yeah, a real life version, like not the Hollywood version. 
Uh, I wrote, so all for fuck's sake, listen, people, when you invoke Hitler, Nazis, and or the Holocaust, and you're not talking about those specific people and or events or other examples of genocide, I assume you're mentally retarded. That's a fair assumption, really, right? Really? Obamacare is like the Holocaust. Really? Cause, that's cause, what it's like. Because wanting Obamacare, to keep people alive is like killing six million exactly, people. Yeah. Exactly. Keeping people alive is like putting them on boxcars and sending them to their deaths. You stupid fucking twat. Yeah. Your hair is also very stupid. <laughs> a st- and she's a state senator, she's by the a, way. Well, so she doesn't so matter. She, and in what state? Idaho. Oh, fuck her. She... <laughs> I'm sorry. Fuck you, you potato shitting piece of shit. Fuck you. You mean nothing. Okay, let me let me read a little State bit so Center. we can so Why we can just, just get say, some context. Oh, the president of the PTA in East Bumfuck Canada said that you know yellow is delicious. Who fucking cares? You make no sense, you dummy. Get her on the phone. That would be great. Wouldn't that be awesome? People who bother us, get on, get them on. That's that's our next podcast. We'll call it. (laughs) Get them on the phone. That would be great if we could call and say, yeah, we just, you know, we're, we're, we, we cover political events and we just want to, you know, talk to you about your statements and, um, and get some clarification so we can make sure we're reporting things correctly. And then we can ask her, did you compare Obamacare to the Holocaust? And she'd say, well, uh, yeah. What are you fucking, fucking retarded? T- you stupid idiot. Click. Click. <laughs> that would be so fucking awesome. <laughs> you dumb cunt. Click. And we we can only call dudes cunts just to keep it like fair, so we're not oh. sexist or whatever. Um, a state senator in Idaho is expressing her distaste for President Obama's health care reform law by drawing a comparison between the private insurance companies participating in Obamacare and the, quote, Jews boarding the trains to concentration camps during the Holocaust. So, yes, please tell us how it's the same. Well, her name, is, her name is Cheryl Nuxall. She's yeah, a Republican in Idaho. Um she says that the Idaho should refuse to set up state-run health exchanges under Obamacare because although the federal government is using private insurers for the time being, the Obama administration will eventually, quote, pull the trigger, more, more fucking gun language we don't need, on those companies to establish a socialistic health care system. And I say bring it fucking on. You guys are idiots. Stop taking Look, your insurance money. We'll cover haircuts for the love of God. Just stop it. <laughs> She has a great Jesus. haircut. No, I just, she, I know, yeah, it was I great just, in 1984. I just, I just wonder if where she goes if they actually cut women's hair. Jesus. <laughs> Do they cut people's hair? <laughs> the two-for-one deal at fucking Petco is not she, for you. She does have a Shih Tzu's hairstyle. Jesus. Uh, Move on to something else. No, this I want, I want a to, I want to, idiot. I want to read her quote. We got this far. God, Hold on. Punch her in the face. <sighs> All right. The insurance companies are creating their own tombs. Just state senator. Much like the Jews boarding the train. Everybody gets a turn in Idaho. Much like the Jews boarding the trains to concentration camps, private insurers. Bye, Jew. Are used by the feds (laughs) to put the system in place. Oh, fuck it. I don't care. It's on the group. (laughs) Dumb. (laughs) Fucking idiot. Uh, there is a shitload of people on the NRA's quote-unquote enemies list. Oh, good. Guess who's on that list, which really surprised me. Who? AMC. Why? They're anti-gun. Surprising, isn't it? I was surprised. <laughs> Do you want to read your We'll read your article here that you posted, and, uh, uh, yeah. and then we'll finish it. 
Oh, this thing where the grown-ups weren't fucking grown-ups. They were just <laughs> stupid. It was in Massachusetts? Yeah. Fuck, I didn't know that. I read the headline. That yeah, was, was all I needed to know. It was uh, down by the Cape. A boy playing in a Massachusetts after school. It wasn't even during school. Are you fucking it's an after school me? program? And he <laughs> made the it. shape of a gun with fucking Legos. That's all he did. Okay, I'm, I'll read the all whole right. thing. I'll read the whole thing here. Uh, a boy playing in a Massachusetts after school program found himself in hot water this week after creating an allegedly threatening object using Lego blocks. Joseph Cardosa, five years old, five years old, right. was, was participating in an after-school program in Hyannis West Elementary on Cape Cod when school officials say he created a gun out of Legos, reports Fox 25 Boston, because they didn't have better shit to do. The boy's parents told the station that the school issued Joseph an official warning and said a second warning would lead to suspension. I can understand with all the things that are going on right now in schools, but on the other hand, kids are taught, you know, here's a squirt gun, this is fun. So this is fun to him. You know what I mean? He's running around and playing. A little bit of redirection would have been enough, Mother Mother Sheila Cruz told Fox 25. Absolutely, yeah. Cruz told WBZ News Radio 1030 that the principal had explained the gun was a, quote, threat to other children, and the other children could have been scared. Could have been. Clearly no one was paying attention to this fucking kid. But do they even need to? I mean, it's not like he, like, shaved down a fucking toothbrush and started stabbing people. recreating scenes from Vietnam with a fucking gun at a kid's head. If Now, if he had appointed the gun at somebody and said, I like the way you die, boy, then that might have been something. Yeah. Then we would have had to question the parents. It's the lotion in the basket. That would be fucking creepy. The family had a sit-down to explain why it was not appropriate to play with guns at school, according to WBZ. But Cruz maintains this was merely a case of a little boy playing. Absolutely. Joseph is one of several elementary students who have been disciplined for playing with pretend or imaginary guns at school in the weeks after the Newtown school shooting. Earlier in January, this is where it's going to get fucking retarded. Two six-year-olds are disciplined for making gun gestures while playing cops and robbers in Maryland, reports Fox News. Another Fox News report. Last month, Rodney Lynch, another six-year-old, was also disciplined for making gun hand gestures, reports CBS Baltimore. Child psychologist Dr. Joe Kane told CBS that at that age, most children are not able to understand why adults become upset over that type of play. Duh. Needham child psychologist Dr. Larry Berkowitz agreed, telling Fox 25 that guns are, quote, normative to our culture and play is not always an indication of something more sinister. I can't tell you how many times I was a stormtrooper and I shot my friends who were Luke and Han and Chewie and fucking whoever. Meanwhile, the mother of a South Philadelphia fifth grader who was publicly searched for bringing a crude paper gun to school said officials went too far. Melody Valentine's mother, Diana Kelly, told Fox 29... Another Fox report that she had pulled her daughter out of the school in protest. God damn it. (laughs) What is that first one? Absolutely justified. This five-year-old needs classes in Lego gun safety. Here are a list of classes. One, do not put small cap pieces in mouth. (laughs) Two, Put bright orange piece on front of barrel so that the other kids know that the Lego gun is not a real Lego gun. <laughs> pretend three, number three, pretend the Lego gun has a silencer. Do not make shooting noises. 
This is just another example of liberal weak-mindedness. No. No. It's not. It's it's fucking it's paranoia. Yeah. It's it's holy shit somebody made a gun gesture it's and if I don't do something about reaction. it I'm going to lose my job when somebody comes in and shoots up the right. school. It's cover your ass behavior. Nobody it this is this is what it would have taken. Okay? Cuz um, we were watching Indiana Jones. I'm going to use this as a corollary here. And I think I told this story a couple of weeks ago. We were watching Indiana Jones and somebody gave the fucking Heil salute. And Ripley did that because she imitates everything she sees now. <laughs> and I said, I explained to her that they were really, they were, they were real people that did that. They were from another country and they were really, really, really mean and evil to the other people that lived in the country with them. I said, so we don't imitate anything they do. And she said, okay. Yeah. That's it. She hasn't fucking hiled me in like, I don't know, about eight hours. But still. But that's the thing. Like, like they, the girls are running around pretending to shoot like the other day. And like they're terrible shots. But um, I said, girls, here's the thing. You can pretend to do that in the house, but nowhere else. Because if I stop yeah. them from doing it, it's all they're going to want to do. It's right. going to become a fetish or something, you know, like, oh, a gun. And it'd be like, Boom. but like, I can't have a room full of characters from, um, from movies where they fucking shoot each other all the yeah. time and be like, guns are bad. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, it's just, this shit drives me insane. Like, this is what we're spending time on. Well, that's what some people are spending that's time on. That's what I mean. On. This is this is what people are spending time on. Yeah. Okay, you know what? This is what we're going to do. we got a whole host of problems in this country, but yeah. we, the Republicans, are going to work on no abortions, yep. um, no faggots getting married, and uh, <laughs> don't take my guns. Terrible. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, the way you phrase that is it would come from somebody that would think like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it drives me fucking crazy. And it doesn't change. It's not going to change. I, you know. I'm telling you. Just, we have we have a lot of things that we do and say in this house that um, other kids wouldn't get. Like, we we had a talk uh, on, on in one of the groups about uh, what's appropriate for kids at what age, right? And actually, why don't we take a break? We'll use that as the last discussion, right. and then we'll uh, we'll do that because it's gonna take it's gonna take a minute or so to uh, go through that. So give me another uh, give me another band there. Uh, Pixies. Uh, let's see. Uh, where's I? Hey, how about that? Oh, I lost it. There it is. I have one song from the Fight Club soundtrack. That's cool. Sounds good. Stop. Hammer time. Oh, I closed it, so hold on. <laughs> I didn't realize I had to leave that open. Did you? Yes. Oh, I'm an idiot, so what do you want? Because it's technically a preview. That's Yeah, that is a good point. Oh, get out of the fucking way. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I am very sleepy. Me too, that's why I'm fucking this all up. Pixies, Fight Club. There we go. Try it again. There we go. Be right back. Stop.
I have more power there. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Just walk in and do whatever I want. Anyway, what were we going to talk about? Um, what we expose our children to and what we think is appropriate. Like it's all you know. You know your kid, I right? Goes, right. But that's that's the what the fuck did I just do? I don't know. How are your headphones? Are they weird? A little bit. Mine sound a little weird. Um, like I'll watch. We'll watch Futurama. Yeah. But I'll watch it with him. Right. We tried Simpsons. We don't watch the Simpsons. We'll play the game, the little tap game. Yeah. But it's the some of the stuff is like too not traumatic, but they don't understand abstract or right. one offs, uh, family guy style yeah. jokes. Um what they did really like today, we watched a documentary from uh, the Discovery Channel or, I don't know, some channel, uh, Africa, and it was about the coast. Yeah. And um, it started off with with uh, turtles getting eaten by crabs and birds and stuff. So that was like the test to see. So they, you know, they always focus in on one. Yeah. And like that one always makes it. So I'm like, circle right, of life, it. baby. Right, right. And they understood that that the birds yeah. have to eat and all that stuff. Uh, but the one that they were rooting for got away. And then they showed sharks. Sharks eating. A, uh, there was a whale that had died, and they were just, they were like 12 great whites. Yeah. And, just... and like you never see more than one, like in an area. And they, they, they finally got to observe like a pecking order, and it's biggest to smallest. It's not male first, yeah. female. It's like the 20-foot ma- female went first. And the ten foot male was like, oh, just wait, I guess, and hope there's something left. But what they really liked, and I thought this was going to go horribly, um, were the the African penguins because they were falling off the uh. rocks, and they were just like Nova was laughing so hard she couldn't breathe. Um, we have to broadcast her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would help. I don't know if anybody's actually watching or not. <laughs> um, oh. Angie's still there. Hey, Angie. Right, Thanks Angie. for hanging out. Um, yeah, Nova was laughing harder at that than anything I'd ever seen before. Um, and I thought, oh, shit, there's sharks. They're off the coast. There's got to be seals. These penguins are going to get fucking yeah. eaten. They didn't. So that was okay. But like like I said earlier, we watched a couple of scenes from Predator. We've watched all of Monster Squad when they were like three and a half years old. And it's all testing. Like I had them in here the other day, and uh, and I said, you know that game we play? Because we, we played a little bit of Resident Evil 4, and I showed them the lighter parts of the game. And um, we tried 5. Did I remember? Did I say uh, we tried 5? And it was just too right. too brutal. We couldn't do it. They couldn't. But the, the comparison in tone between the two was like, because <laughs> like, I went right from 4 to 5. And I hadn't done that before because 4 came out, and then it was like 3, 4 years yeah. later, 5 came out. And it's like, all right, I'm ready for this. So I showed them a little bit of um, the new one. Um, when like it's all the happy stuff in the house, and then one of the zombies comes through the door, right. and they pretend to get all scared and everything, but they were they were fine. They don't have nightmares with that kind yeah. of stuff. They had a nightmare about their friend Azrael's house burning down, um, because that's a real life thing, yeah. and that to me really showed a lot that they can totally separate fantasy right. and and reality now. I guess we did a good yeah, job with that. I mean, that. people ask me at the movies all the time, hey, is this appropriate? I'm just like, look, these are the ages of my kids. They dug this, but yeah. you know what? You know your kid. 
you know what your kid has right. seen. You know, you, you know. And but I that's think, the but thing. That's the thing. Have you they? Get, well, that's the thing. Yeah. You gotta, you know, talk to your kid. <laughs> yeah, we do that. We we talk because I I love to talk, and yeah. I especially love to talk about movies. So anything we watch, like uh, Secret of Arietti, uh, when we saw it in the theater, they were kind of bored because they yeah. were too young. But now they they love it. Um, Wreck It Ralph. The first thing Nota, Nova noticed about um, the the Jane Lynch character was that her their hair looked the same. Yeah. So like zeroed in on that, you know. Like they love female characters, so I'm trying to only show them stuff with strong female characters. Right. That's why we've stayed away from Cinderella, Snow White. Yeah. But we'll go with the Frog Prince and Rapunzel, or My Little Pony, or um, Hotel Transylvania. Because Mavis is like strong, you know, daughter yeah. one, and um, but that's a good or one. Carrie. Well, the new one's coming out, so I'm going to start him with the with yeah. the remake. Uh, Evil Dead. Right. By the way, Evil Dead has been moved up a week. You'd be interested in that. It got moved up a week. I don't know why, but it's coming out on my birthday now. I always get a kind of a kick-ass movie on my birthday, so that's kind of that... good. Okay, it keeps me in the quarter. Okay. Oh yeah, it's only it's only April. Um, Whatever yeah. was the week after the fifth, so because I'm not doing math this late. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're still April, okay. so you're good. Um, but yeah, it's 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 the like we don't we don't we try not to show them stuff with like weak or indecisive or stereotypical female characters. So like Black Canary and Huntress, you know, right. two sides of the same coin, very fierce, independent characters. Um, but I won't, I won't read their comic books to them because they're a little more sexualized yeah. and, and that kind of thing. But in the cartoon, everything's cool. Yeah. So it's that, it's the thing. It's like, you got to take your time and know your kid. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. And that's, you know, that's, that, that's everything. And that comes into play, you know, everywhere. Yep. Especially the stuff I'm, you know, kind of going through with Olivia. Not really going through with Olivia. She's just sort of entering this phase of, yeah. you know, the whole boys thing. And I joke with her. I'm like, kissing is still yucky, right? She's like, oh, dad, come on. Just, you know, and she's. How old you know, is she? She's 12. She'll be 13 in May. Yeah, she might be lying to you. She's not. I don't know. She's not. I lied to my mom. She's not. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that. No, no, no. Because <laughs> she hasn't. I know. I know Olivia. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I know my kid. Yeah. For now. Right. Oh, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I'm like, not. From now, who knows? No, believe no, me. No, I'm not saying that to be. I mean. know. I remember when, when I was, you know, 13 yeah. year old kid. It's just like, oh my God, the yeah. shit I was doing. Yeah. Ellen and I had a long talk the other day about um, hormonal shifts before puberty. Because Ripley's been going through this thing lately where everything sets her off. Yeah. Remember the kid from Parenthood? Like, like he would think, uh, he would say oh, the wrong word me. and he'd start crying. Yeah. That's Ripley. Like, yeah. for the last week, that's been her. Um, we found that I get more pissy, like, two days, like, like around full moons. I get pissy. Really? Like, Ellen's been charting this for two years. That's weird. Yeah. And she said... All of the the women, all of their husbands that she works with, to more or less of a degree. You're a werewolf. I guess. I, I'm thinking maybe that's where the whole myth started from. From just <laughs> seeing, oh, you're an asshole during the full moon. Mm. But like, I'd have to chart that. But 
God, I'm an asshole all the time. <laughs> You'd have to ask your wife to do it. And she'd be like, I, I need a baseline. I, I got nothing. <laughs> I need to see change. <laughs> Is it always a full moon? <laughs> um, but, I mean, not just, you know, when, when they're teenagers and they get their periods and stuff. Is there, like, blatant PMS? I think that, you know, at their age, they can go through these mood swings like that because she was okay today. Mm. But yesterday, I wanted to smack her across the room. <laughs> Ripley, pick up your crayons. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll get that. I'll get yeah. that. Lily, could you bring that cup in there? Why are you yelling at me? Yeah. Because I'm not yelling at you. Yeah. Yesterday, um, yesterday I um, I went into Toys R Us, and they have these uh, these My Little Pony packs. They're just foil packs, blind bags, right? So you you know you get one of twenty four. They had just put the box out, so they were all in that thing. So there's three princesses. They have longer legs. They have wings. They have a horn. Like if you feel the bag yeah. properly, you can figure out what character within you yeah. know that mold is there. The problem is there's three princesses. There's not four. So I brought home three princesses and just another randomly selected bag. And um, they don't like rainbow sparkles, the pony, the fuck her. Basically, if they could say, fuck this piece of shit, they would have. But they got the three princesses, Cadence, Luna, Luna and uh, and um, Celestia. And it was fucking hell. Like, I sat them down. And I'm talking to a four-year-old and I'm saying, do you realize that you just sound totally ungrateful? Like, yeah. like a four-year-old, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm like, uh, Ellen and I decided a long time ago that we're not going to talk to oh, them yeah. like they're idiots. Right. So w- we just use regular words, oh, yeah. like the normal, like, so I'll say, Nova, just because you want to play with those two doesn't mean you get to. You don't always get what you want. You get what you need. I say, don't make me prove it. <laughs> And she said, what do you mean? I said, you want to play with these ponies? She said, yeah. I said, I want to take them to work and put them on my desk. You can't do that. I bought them. I can take them back to the store, too. And then Ripley. Because I can kick then, your ass. And then at that point, Ripley starts crying. I'm like, you're fine. Don't stop. I'm making a point. Because it's play like along. Nova didn't want to trade, but Nova will trade the one that she doesn't want to play with, not the one that the other one wants to use. So we had, over the course of two days, we had a big, long talk about sharing yeah. and how sharing is kind of giving up something you want to make to help the other person be happy. Because Ripley will be like, I want to play with Luna, blah, blah, blah. And she'll start freaking out and crying. Ripley will just hand it to her to shut her up because she thinks that's the right thing to do. So this morning, Nova went in to interrupt my wife's shower because that's what kids do, yeah. right? And um, Ellen was real smart about that. She, she had a nice long talk with Nova about sharing. And I had a talk with Ripley about uh, standing up for herself. I said, look, just because your sister wants something doesn't mean you have to give right. it to her. I said, you need to stand up for yourself. And you need to say no if you don't want to. I said, but you can't say no to be mean. You have to say no when you don't want to or when it's unreasonable and, and she said okay so we'll see and we've started we've started identifying nova's uh or and ripley's bullying behavior uh, pushing yeah. her into doing something she doesn't yeah. want to do because if you can stand up to your brother or sister 
you could probably stand yeah. up to anybody. So, and that's the thing. Like I'm worrying a little bit that Ripley's kind of, kind of withdrawing into herself and becoming way more introverted. Um, yeah, but that stuff comes and goes. But way, I, yeah, but I don't see her outside stuff. of the house because when I show up at school, Miss Wynn, the lady, the lady that runs the school, she says, as soon as they see you in the window, they're totally different. <laughs> like, yeah, I figured. But every day, every day is a challenge. Not in a bad way, but like the only time I could rest in the last two weeks is when I put that fucking disc in for Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> Which is fine because, and and this is the thing, I forgot what it was like to be little and have a mind like a sponge. Like I saw Star Wars probably twice and I knew 90% of the words when I was yeah. five years old. Because they the third time they watched it and the fourth and the fifth, they're saying the lines along with the movie and they're singing the songs and yeah. they're dancing and I can't, I can't stop any of that. You know what? Knock yourself out. You know, as long as you clean up after yourselves, that's, yeah. that's fine. Dance all you want. So that's fine. But like, yeah, back to the, the point, like what won't you let your kids watch? Like within, not, I mean, you, you, the wire, obviously, right. but like within a few years of their age range, for instance. Um, is there anything? Well, you know what it, like, Olivia has seen, obviously she's seen the Hunger Games. Right. Um, all the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. Um, she saw Perks of Being a Wallflower. Okay. Like I, th- I have a feeling that when the Hobbit is on, uh, when it comes out on Blu-ray, we'll sit down and we'll watch it. Yeah, with, she with saw Les Mis. Okay, how? And she's, you said twelve, 12? almost thirteen. Okay, so she's right. Ra- I mean, basically, the next step is rated R. Yeah, some. Yeah, depends on the rated R. Right, right. Now, what if she said, "I want to see Evil Dead. I've seen the trailers. I know what it's about. I want to see it." Uh, you know, that's like. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. Curious. You know what it is? That's that's one of those things that's it's scary, and I'm like, you know, that's sort of like like me going, hey, you know what? I'm gonna eat three Italian subs with everything, and then try to go to bed. <laughs> I know that okay. I, I I I know what to expect, right? But I also know that I'm gonna pay for that. That's a bad idea. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, so so with, with that, it's like you know what you're gonna watch the Evil Dead, you're gonna have nightmares for three nights. Yeah, because this one actually kind of looks kind of brutal. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and I just know that about her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's one of those, like I don't think anything in there is gonna be any more gory necessarily. It'll be more startling because of just just the way it it sets the tones. Of I the don't scene know and stuff like that. Let, well, let's let's pick a let, let's take Carrie instead. Because I think Evil Dead is going to be gorier than most audiences are ready for. But anyway, Car- I would let her watch the original at this point. Okay, all right. The new one, I don't know. I haven't seen enough about it See, yet. See, that's to the thing. Know, you would still gonna. You would, I would still, still watch check it. it out. Yeah. 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 Like, um, like, like I asked the girls. I'm like, I said, you guys want to go see Pacific Rim when that comes out? Because it'll be five and a half, right? It seems yeah. perfectly suited for a five year old. Uh, girl or boy, because right. we it's don't big fa- fucking robots. We don't fall into that gender bullshit. Oh god, you know. I, as I said, well, I'm gonna have to go see it first just to make sure everything's cool. And they're like, okay. And then you know what? They'll see the ads for it, and I'll be like, you know what? Why don't we watch it when it comes out on 
DVD, and then right. they'll be five and a half, six years old. And that'll be fine. And then it's it's different, you know. Obviously, it's different for Cole. It's different for Lily, right? So, um, but there's stuff that Lily will sit and watch that she can handle that we probably would not have let Olivia watch at the same age. Huh. I think part of that is because it's you know they're different kids, right? And right. Lily is a lot more mature than Olivia was at eight. Well, I can imagine being the third. Yeah. You know, she had to deal with more stuff going on. Yeah. As parents, you're just like. By the time you get to third, you're like, whatever. Can you change your own diaper? (laughs) It's when you have two kids right off the bat, you're kind of in that mode six weeks out. Can you guys do this yet? Come on. Yeah. But now with Frankie, even, oh my God. Like, he is. Going full days and underpants, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Nice. I, it's weird when we when we train them. I don't even remember. It seems like it was so long ago yeah. now, but it was they they were ready for it. So it was one of those things where it's like, oh, well, you want to be a big girl and wear underwear, fine. Yeah. And there were a couple accidents here and there yeah. for like three weeks. You know, it's like they wanted to keep playing. That was the big That's thing. The big thing. We wanted to yeah. keep playing. Well, the shit's still going to be here when you get back. So put the other shit where it belongs. Yeah. But that was that was it. And right. now it's like there's no I think I think once Ripley came downstairs and she might have had like three like like you know those Dixie cups. So for us, big yeah. glasses of water right. and then went to bed. Oops. <laughs> yeah. We learned. No, she Frankie's learned. still doing a diaper at night. Okay. Um but I have not See, we were talking about this on his birthday. Uh-huh. Um I don't think I've seen poop in his diaper in over a year. And he's two? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We haven't had a poopy diaper in over a year. Very nice. So Such a savings, too, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when we finished formula, it was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh. And we finished diapers, it's like, oh, good. But now we're buying like way more milk than we ever would. But like, <laughs> that's not so bad. I'm, yeah. I'm perfectly fine. But we got one of those, um, like the motorized pumps that um, goes, it's kind of like, you know, you have the, the straws or yeah. in the bottle. Uh, and, and it's, it's just a tab. It's kind of like a, like a, like a soda machine yeah. thing. And it just sits on the milk carton and the girls get their cups and they fill their, yeah, their cool. cup up. So I don't have to get up every fucking time they want to drink. <laughs> no, but it teaches, it, we, we're trying to really teach them independence and self-sufficiency. It's like, mom, I need a new spoon. So when you abandon them, go get the, dr- go, they're in the drawer, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't say any of this stuff, right. by the way, not to their face. Obviously, behind the scenes on the show. So this will be the show. They're, they're, they'll be that like, they they'll, they'll be it. ten years old. They'll be like, Dad, remember two thirty three? Yeah. Fuck, Fuck you. you. Like, Whatever, dummy. Go get your own fork. <laughs> but they're they're so they're so smart. Sometimes it fucking scares me. Yeah. Like the shit they retain. Um. They were talking about. They told their teachers. Uh, that their mom and dad don't drink soda. They remembered that. Yeah. They came home and said, Dad, you can't eat a whole box of Cheez-Its anymore. I'm like, why not? Because you're a fat fuck. I said, I'm a grown-up. And they said, 
because you have to eat in moderation. <laughs> like, fuck it. All right, you win. You said moderation, and you used it in the proper context, and you you care about my health. Let's go celebrate with a box of cheeses. Right, you win. Let's get bacon. <laughs> that's that's the default food right there. I remember when I tried to give them bacon, and they're like, I don't like that. It's bad. Now, there's a show called U.S. of Bacon. Oh, yeah. With this gigantic guy that looks like Jerry from Parks and Recreation. I <laughs> swear to God, I thought it was him. And he goes around and he finds these bacon recipes at all these places. And every time I watch that show, it's like, oh. <laughs> but the girls want to watch that. That's like one show they yeah. want to watch. One more thing real quick. What's that? King of the Nerds. I haven't seen it. Okay. I've, um. Oh, Angie says that they're do- they're going to do cloth. My mom did cloth diapers, but she was a stay-at-home mom. So. We did, too, for about, with Olivia, for a very short amount of time. Until you realize, shit, I have to wash all those diapers. It's very, it's very labor-intensive. We still have them. We still have a bunch of them. Yeah. We use them, like, when, you know, polishing stuff. Yeah, my father would polish the truck with, with yeah. my brother's old diapers. Uh, I'm sure when he hears this, he's going to be Why is there all this shit that. on the truck? <laughs> my truck's not brown. Uh, so King of the Nerds, I was I was really like like leery of it. I thought I'd be exploiting these people and really like like put nerds in a bad light. But I was also afraid that it was going to be quote unquote nerds. Yeah, and it, they were really geeks because there's a difference. Yeah, we're geeks. Right. Like like a particle physicist is a nerd. There's a huge difference right. I think between the the two. So is it good? It's okay. I hate the fucking people. There's there's like two or three people that are okay, but there's some like hardcore unsocialized assholes on this yeah. show that, I, but that's good because, but it's good because then you have people to root for. But if you've watched any number of reality shows and I've watched like two or three, like total, yeah. like different, different shows. Um, and if you know anything about editing documentary style stuff, you can see how they like create sympathy for this one character, right. show this one in a bad light. And yeah, exactly. It's I mean, when reality shows have um writers and they, you know, get put up for writing awards. For 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 King of the Nerds, though, I can understand because there's there's challenges, there's trivia, there's there's um contests. So I can understand having to come up with stuff like that. Yeah, but don't call them writers. Well, meh, I don't know. Writers that, write stories. That, well, writers write a lot of stuff. You know what I mean. Writers write instructions. You know what I mean. If you create a role-playing game, you're a writer. Yes, I get it, but I'm not watching a fucking television <laughs> show about that. If I'm watching a fucking television show and I'm somebody just, wrote it, then they're telling me a story. If somebody wrote questions down for a trivia contest... I'm just saying. Anyway, that's but that's I different. I, I don't honestly. I have no dog in that fight. I really don't care. I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm arguing reality, with the writer. Fucking reality <laughs> shows. It's it's okay. I I don't. I I do and don't like the premise of it. I just you know it's like, whatever it it you know it's it's there. I I I am I am more more happy seeing people like that given uh any exposure or any amount of fame than like dudes wrestling alligators or catching catfish with their bare hands or 
I should have died, you know, that kind of stupid. Like, I lucked into this. Like, I'm playing a fucking game. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. give a shit. Face Off. I can understand Face Off because there's actual talented artists yeah, on I that mean, there's, show. Yeah, I mean, there's something. You like have a skill. Show, face Off. Oh, you know? no, there's fucking terrible tattoo shows. Oh, I think they're hilarious. Oh, no, there's there's one that I actually will like, and I think it's called Tattoo Mistakes or Regrets oh, or something. Tattoo Hell or something and it's like And it's cover-ups. Yeah. And the work they do, cover-ups are difficult. Yeah. And the work they do is pretty good, but there's other ones that are like, I don't give a shit about the drama. Show what you're doing. And that was what Face Off did from season one to two is they cut out all that bullshit in the right, house. just show the work. I don't care. Get back to the fucking studio. Yeah, just show the work. Yeah. And I think the show's stronger for it. Yeah. It, I've so. seen a couple episodes. Pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, I'm wicked tired. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Sorry, folks. I'm well, sorry. We I'm didn't have a, we didn't really have a big turnout tonight. And by didn't have a big turnout, I mean Angie's here. Oh, I should tell yeah, Scott Angie. that uh hold on, we can't we can't end it. I always forget to text him because uh he doesn't he he has other stuff he has to do. Obviously, that's more important than us. So let me tell you this um, real quick. Um, You might know this if you saw anything I posted. Angie probably did because we were talking today. Um, But uh, hold on, I got to (laughs) type. That was fun. Um, So Google Maps is coming to the museum to map the inside of the museum. Oh, that's cool. They're only going to three places in the museum. They're going to do the corridors to mm. each of these areas. They're going to go to the theater of electricity. And I think they're going to do the inside, yeah. obviously. The corridor going to it. Um, the planetarium in the lobby. Okay. So that you can like walk through the whole thing. And then my booth. And my oh, really? theater, yeah, that's nice. One of the three places. So, like, we got uh, it's next Thursday. So you're I, gonna leave like little somethings around. Something. I gotta, I gotta put something in there. I don't know what, but it would have to be kind of half hidden, so like my boss doesn't see yeah. it. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'll probably, probably bring something in from here. And On, uh, um, for my show, hmm. I'm gonna have a Pringles can in every scene. Oh, nice. You know what I may do just just for the girls? I may bring in like a pony and yeah. hide it on one of the shelves. Yeah, exactly. Just, just for them, I could do that. Put Fett riding a pony. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty good. Hey, did you? Oh, it's on my phone. Did you see the teaser poster for Iron Man three? What's it look like? It's falling out of the sky. No, I haven't seen that Looks one. Looks good. Nice. I'll show it. I got it on my phone. I'll show you. Okay. So, uh, all right. So I guess we'll, we'll just get to it. How about yeah, that? Yeah, sounds good. And uh, oh, I have to read the email that he sent along with it real quick to you, because you know, anytime there's something. What did you just say? Uh, Boba Fett writing Rainbow Dash. That actually makes sense. <laughs> but if it's for the girls, it has to be. Um, it has to be um, Cadence, Celestia, and Luna. So I have to wrestle those away from her to be able to do that. They love the princesses. <laughs> so they are going to freak out when this coronation episode happens in a few days, a few weeks, two weeks. I don't know. Soon enough. The opening bit from the show is from this week's Clone Wars when uh, Palpatine confronts Darth Maul after he's taken over Mandalore 
That could be very interesting, I think. Uh, Scott sent a little note with this one. It says, short and sweet like Frank's penis. Boom. Boom. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, right. All right. So let me just make sure everything's unmuted. Okay, here we go. Django Unchained action figures spark call for national boycott by by boycott. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) You just just gave Scott the word boycott. (laughs) Oh, you did too. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Last rites with Reverend Scott. I don't know how or why people still listen to this show. Do you? It's a mystery. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. And welcome back to the award-winning podcast segment, Last Rites. And that reminds me, why haven't you guys ever given me an award? Why haven't some, why hasn't someone pushed you down a flight of stairs? <laughs> well, I guess that shouldn't surprise me that you've never given me anything. Hell, Frank never even gives the listeners a compliment. Go fuck yourselves, you assholes. That's okay, though, guys. I still love you, and I know deep down that you love me, too. I, I don't know. Come on, guys. You're really starting to hurt my feelings. I'm not sure how much more of this rejection I can take every week. How fucking sensitive are you? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Fuck you both and your love of... Boycock. Boycock. So, anyways, I'd like to say it was cool that a few people actually got interested in the Hitler song I used on the segment last week. And I posted up the info that I found about the band and the song name on the Facebook page. A word of warning, though, when you download that song, the sneaky government red flags you and puts you on an FBI list of possible Nazis. Oh, that's actually really fucking clever. (laughs) So download it at your own risk. Or do what I did and log in under Chris's name when you do it. Yep. Oh, that motherfucker. Well, guys, I'm going to go prep for the Super Bowl this weekend. I don't really give a fuck who wins. I just like to fucking eat and get drunk. But everyone make sure to tune in next week when Chris tells us about a massage that was supposed to have a happy ending that turned sad. They twist the crap out of this. Frank is invited by Chris to try out one of his new homemade dildos. Shove a Lego brick up your ass and sit on it. And Chris continues to be really modest about his manhood. I have a gigantic, gigantic uh, penis. (laughs) Until then, peace and love, guys. Ah. Are you serious? <laughs> the most hate-filled, racist show ever. Boycock. Boycock. <laughs> That's not going to haunt us. No, no, not much at all. No. Oh, God. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> so thrilled. You're falling asleep in the chair, aren't you? I know. All right, so... Uh, oh, fuck. Open an iTunes. How do I prevent stuff that I double click on from opening in iTunes? You can't. Really? Yeah. You think there'd be a way? Uh, I want to thank everybody that donated to help the show out. We uh, we got enough donations to uh, get the show thank through you, the next several, several months of, um, of uh, hosting fees, which was great. 
So thank you. Uh, I guess we'll do this with the music here. Music's good. And uh, it's areyouseriouspodcast at gmail.com. We don't have a phone number, but you can send us... Apparently, you can send voice messages through Facebook now. Yeah, I know. So you can send those directly to me or you. you can and send we can, video. Uh, for, you can send video. Oh, really? I haven't tried that yet. Facebook so, uh, yeah, and then on areyouseriouspodcast.com, you can click the tab on the right-hand side and send us a message before we come out of beta and they start charging, and then that's when I'll drop it. That's it. Next week, week folks, Thursday I'll, night. I'll be away. Right? Bye. Bye. Solemnly swear the testimony you're giving us better be the truth, the whole truth, if nothing but the truth, so I'll be done. The records show that all five uh, witnesses have been sworn in. Please take your uh, take your seat. What I'm going to suggest we do, I'm going to call on each uh, witness. We're going to try to keep to fairly strict um, time, and I'll call on each one to their testimony then we'll open it to questions in the usual way alternating uh, on both sides our first witness is Mark Kelly he's a our first witness is Mark Kelly he's a retired astronaut and U.S. Navy captain uh, Captain Kelly recently co-founded Americans for Responsible Solutions this is an advocacy group uh, that promotes solutions to prevent gun violence and protect responsible gun ownership. He did it with his wife, former uh, Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords. So, Captain Kelly, <clears throat> please go ahead, sir. Thank you, Chairman Leahy and Ranking Member Grassley, for inviting me here today. I look forward to a constructive dialogue with your committee. I also want to take the opportunity to congratulate Gabby's friend and much-respected former colleague Jeff Flake on his new role as Arizona's junior senator. As you know, our family has been immeasurably affected by gun violence. 
Gabby's gift for speech is a distant memory. She struggles to walk, and she is partially blind. And a year ago, she left a job she loved, serving the people of Arizona. But in the past two years, we have watched Gabby's determination, spirit, and intellect conquer her disabilities. We aren't here as victims. We're speaking to you today as Americans. We're a lot like many of our fellow citizens following this debate about gun violence. We're moderates. Gabby was a Republican long before she was a Democrat. We're both gun owners, and we take that right and the responsibilities that come with it very seriously. And we watch with horror when the news breaks to yet another tragic shooting. After 20 kids and six of their teachers were gunned down in their classrooms at Sandy Hook Elementary, we said, this time must be different. Something needs to be done. We are simply two reasonable Americans who have said enough. On January 8th of 2011, a young man walked up to Gabby at her constituent event in Tucson, leveled his gun, and shot her through the head. He then turned down the line and continued firing. In 15 seconds, he emptied his magazine. It contained 33 bullets, and there were 33 wounds. As the shooter attempted to reload, he fumbled. A woman grabbed the next magazine, and others restrained him. Gabby was the first victim. Christina Taylor Green, nine years old, born on 9-11 of 2001, was shot with the 13th bullet or after, and others followed. The killer in the Tucson shooting suffered from severe mental illness, but even after, beamed, even after being deemed unqualified for service in the Army and expulsion from Pima Community College, he was never reported to mental health authorities. On November 30th of 2010, he walked into a sporting goods store, passed a background check, and walked out with a semi-automatic handgun. He had never been legally adjudicated as mentally ill, and even if he had, Arizona at the time had over 121,000 records of disqualifying mental illness that it had not submitted into the system. Looking back, we can't say with, certainly, with certainty, only if we had done this, this would have never happened. There isn't just one thing that would have prevented the Tucson shooting from being written into the history books. Gabby is one of roughly 100,000 victims of gun violence in America each and every year. Behind every victim lays a matrix of failure and, and inadequacy in our families, in our communities, in our values, in our society's approach to poverty, violence, and mental illness, and yes, also in our politics and in our gun laws. One of our messages is simple. The breadth and complexity of gun violence is great, but it is not an excuse for inaction. There's another side to our story. Gabby is a gun owner, and I'm a gun owner. We have our firearms for the same reasons that millions of Americans just like us have guns, to defend ourselves, to defend our families, for hunting, and for target shooting. We believe wholly and completely in the Second Amendment and that it confers upon all Americans the right to own a firearm for protection, collection, and recreation.
We take that right very seriously, and we would never, ever give it up, just like Gabby would never relinquish her gun, and I would never relinquish mine. But rights demand responsibility. And this right does not extend to terrorists, it does not extend to criminals, and it does not extend to the mentally ill. When dangerous people get guns, we are all vulnerable. At the movies, at church, conducting our everyday business, meeting with a government official. And time after time after time, at school, on our campuses, and in our children's classrooms. When dangerous people get dangerous guns, we are all the more vulnerable. Dangerous people with weapons specifically designed to inflict maximum lethality upon others have turned every single corner of our society into places of carnage and gross human loss. Our rights are paramount. But our responsibilities are serious, and as a nation, we are not taking responsibility for the gun rights that our founding fathers have conferred upon us. Now, we have some ideas on how we can take responsibility. First, fix gun background checks. The holes in our laws make a mockery of the background check system. Congress should close the private sales loophole and get dangerous people entered into that system. Second, remove the limitations on collecting data and conducting scientific research on gun violence. Enact, an, enact a tough federal gun trafficking statute. This is really important. And finally, let's have a careful and civil conversation about the lethality of firearms we permit to be legally bought and sold in this country. Gabby and I are pro-gun ownership. We are also anti-gun violence. And we believe that in this debate, Congress should look not towards special interests and ideology, which push, push us apart, but towards compromise, which brings us together. We believe whether you call yourself pro-gun or anti-gun violence, or both, that you can work together to pass laws that save lives. Thank you. Thank you. That's all you get, jerks!